What's up, Collectors Worldwide? And welcome to another amazing segment here on Everyone Collects, the podcast where myself and my good friend and co-host Kevin discuss the many topics dealing with collecting and the hobby in itself. We will discuss some of the good and some of the not-so-good dealing with collecting. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the series. Welcome to another wonderful episode here on Everyone Collects. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Kevin will not be gracing us with his presence on our episode today. Um, He unfortunately has some family matters to attend to, uh, so I will be writing this one solo. So, um, obviously I am Adrian, uh, and today's topic, uh, or episode I should say, is titled Limits what are those? Now that title will obviously make more sense once I start getting into some of the topics that we'll be discussing on today's episode. Um, But obviously um, I am recording this today, Sunday on Father's Day. So if anybody is listening to this today or even, you know, later, uh, I do wish everybody a happy Father's Day. Um, Hopefully you all are spending your day with your family or even by yourself doing whatever it is you like to do. Um, so yeah, but, um, before I get into the three topics for today's episode, um, I would like to discuss last week's episode, uh, episode two, um, last week on episode two, Kevin and I had discussed a few topics such as, you know, what it meant to be a collector, you know, how do you know you're a collector, what classifies as a collection and what it really means to be a collector and also have a collection. Now, when we made the podcast, um, again, I just want to reiterate to everybody that listens to this that this podcast is especially, uh, especially uh, is especially opinionated uh, from me and Kevin, and so none of the stuff that we really talk about is factual. Uh, it mostly is just opinionated, but I mean, some stuff we do talk about is actual factual, but most of the time it is opinionated, but. Um, with last week's episode, um, if anybody listened, um, you could probably tell that the format was a complete 180 from first, the first podcast. Um, like I said, we had more of a strict, you know, kind of script to it, you know, and all that. Um, it was a little bit more, uh, more professionally formatted. And again, we're not professionals, but me and Kevin are trying our best to continue to strive on this pod, on this podcast. So, um, but something came up with last week's episode, and this is not me, you know, uh, you know, calling people out or doing anything like that. But I had spoken to a few people to see if they had listened to the podcast and what they thought. And of course, you know, it was pretty unanimous that you know people could tell it was a complete 180. You know, it was a lot better. You know, they liked the topics we talked about. But uh, one thing that was brought up, um, and again, like I said, I'm not, you know, uh, you know, you know, taking somebody and just saying, hey, you did this. No, Um, it was brought to my attention that there was something that Kevin had said when he had mentioned that uh, if you had two of something, that was not considered a collection. 
Now, I had spoke to Kevin about that, and he had told me he didn't even remember saying that, but, you know, if he did, I apologize, you know, but again, it's just opinionated. Uh, so, the, the individual I talked to had mentioned something about that, and obviously, you know, they weren't in a complete 100% agreeance with it, and that's fine, but it did bring up a good point. Uh, and it's something that Kevin and I did not actually, you know, talk about. Now, this particular individual had mentioned that they had, you know, been collecting a certain item and they only had two of that item. But the reason they only had two of that item is because they were going out trying to search for this particular item in mint condition. And I told them that, you know, I didn't remember Kevin saying that, but when they brought it up, I was like, well, that's interesting. I said, you know, technically that is a collection then, you know, because if if you're going out there and you're collecting this particular item, and of course this item was something that was made and produced way back in the day. I think they had said it was made between the 1940s and 1970s. And they were trying to find, you know, more mint condition of these items, and they could only find two. But the thing of it is, is that that person was going out and and striving to try and find this. And they probably did run across some objects that, you know, weren't in the best of condition. And instead of buying those, that person decided, I want to find, you know, this item in mint condition. Now, and in that in that aspect, yes, that is a collection, you know. But I think what we were saying was like, if you just went out and you bought two individual items or something, you really couldn't classify as a collection. It's all circumstances and stuff, and it's all situational things too. But overall, again, it is very opinionated. But I spoke to this person, and of course, this person was very nice, and you know, they said that you know they weren't you know mad or nothing, which was fine. I just wanted to, you know, um, you know, talk about this and just let people know that if, in fact, you did hear that and, um, you know, you took some kind of offense to it, you know, obviously Kevin and I do apologize, you know, we're not here to try to offend anybody, you know, I didn't really think that, you know, this particular topic was an offensive thing, but nonetheless, you know, I just wanted to kind of reiterate on that and just kind of speak out about that, but... Like I said, if if you're out there striving to find something in really good condition and it's something that was made in between that era, then yeah, that's a collection, even if you have two of them. So, But enough about last week's episode, let's focus on this week's episode. So uh, the three topics that we'll be discussing today are what is classified as a collectible, is there a limit to what can be classified as a collectible, And what are some examples of some very popular collectibles out there today that people are in fact collecting? Now, with the first topic, what is classified as a collectible, uh, that's not to be confused um, of last week's episode where we had asked what classifies as a collection. This is more strictly on a particular object or objects. So, in my opinion, what is classified as a collectible is obviously something that you find value in whether it be sentimental or actual um you know cash value 
And obviously, nobody can really tell you that something's not a collectible, but it, obviously in my experience, you know, you're, if you go to some certain shops or, you know, stuff like that, you know, and say you bring something in that you find as a collectible and you say, hey, you know, stuff like the Antiques Roadshow, you know, people come in and bring in these really old things or even new things and stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's all based on people's opinions again, you know, and that's why in this, in this particular, you know, topic of collecting and the hobby itself, a lot of the stuff is opinionated because people can't really put a definition on, you know, like what you can deem as a collectible or whatever it might be. But like I said, in my opinion, something that could be classified as a collectible is obviously something that, you know, you find value in. And it doesn't matter if it's something you've been, you've had since, you know, or it was passed down from your grandpa or something, you know, and it doesn't even have to be something pretty typical that, you know, your grandparents usually collect, you know, and then pass down to you and stuff. But I mean, it could be anything, you know, but, you know, it, it, it can be a collectible, you know, whether or not somebody else does think it is a collectible. So again, it's all just opinionated. So, you know, you could, you know, you could go buy a cup that you drink out of and you could sit there and say, well, this is a collectible and that's fine. But there are some people out there that would put facts on it and be like, well, that's not a collectible. And then you could say why, and then they could give you facts and stuff like, you know, this is a new cup, you know, and stuff like that. But in most people's eyes and, and everything else, what they see is if it's something as a collectible, it has to have some worth to it. Now, in a lot of people's eyes, if it's a collectible, it's got to be worth money. You know, and a lot of places don't really put a value on sentimental things. That's why a lot of people, when they go find these antiques and stuff and everything, and they take them to shops and stores and like, hey, you know, this was passed down by my grandpa or grandma. And, you know, it's been in our family for years, you know, and it could be just some knickknack. And then you could be like, yeah, it's a sentimental thing. But the shop owner, whoever it is, could sit there and say, well, this isn't worth anything, you know, because in their eyes, the only time they find worth in something is if it's something that they can resell, which I mean, is the name of the game. You know, if anybody's ever seen Pawn Stars or any of these, you know, shows that people buy and sell things and stuff like that, you know, they, they say, you know, you know, I'll offer you this amount of money for it, you know, and, you know, of course, people are like, well, no, I can't go any lower than that. Like, well, listen, you know, if I give you this amount, I'm only going to be able to sell it for this amount and I'm only going to be able to make this amount of money for net profit and stuff like that. And it's just how it is. But you know, to, to classify something as a collectible, again, is still strictly opinionated. So, I mean, if you find something that you really like and you feel it's a collectible, then by all means. You know, it's just a lot of people have a different opinions and views on what could be really deemed as a collectible. Obviously, a lot of people think collectibles nowadays are old things that have, you know, more uh, net value or cash value rather than sentimental. And that's a big damper on, you know, the hobby itself because you get a lot of people that collect stuff that don't have any intention of selling stuff or whatever it might be, and that's fine. But yeah, so, um, and then that brings us to topic number two, which is, is there a limit to what can be classified as a collectible? Now, um, with that, 
Uh, I had spoken to Kevin about this too. And really, there is no limit. Um, because it's, uh, there really is no limit to what can be classified as a collectible. Because again, like I said, anybody can grab something and say it's a collectible and you can't tell them no. I mean, you can, you might get some argument back and, you know, that's fine. But the the thing of it is, is there's really no limit nowadays because people can literally collect anything they want and label it as a collectible. You know, because like I said, the, the normal stuff that people say, oh, no, that's a collectible. Usually it's like action figures that are still in the box. Um, like I said, there's uh, um, there's a certain movie out there. I won't name drop it, but it's a hilarious movie with Steve Carell. Um, and it's about a 40 year old guy uh, <laughs> that works at an electronics store, um, obviously. Uh, people will know exactly what movie I'm talking about, but I'm not going to name drop the, the title of it because uh, it's not really um, PG. <laughs> so, um, But, you know, in that movie, his character collected action figures that were in box and even out of box, you know, and he had mentioned like, oh, no, it's a collectible. And he's like, why don't you play with this stuff? And it's like, well, because that's a collectible that could be worth money, which it is. You know, he had some really old, you know, collectibles out there that were still in box and were worth lots of money that he could sell. But there really is no limit, you know, to what can be really classified as a collectible nowadays just because there's so many different things being made or produced and and even, you know, existing stuff. You know, they're still making more stuff of certain things. I mean, you know, some, some pretty common ones and popular ones, you know, obviously are, you know, trading cards. You know, and it doesn't matter what trading cards they are. You know, the trading card community or, you know, uh, business, I should say, you know, is just growing exponentially because there's just more and more, more and more trading card, um, you know, things coming out, you know, different, different shows, you know, I mean, it's insane. I mean, Disney just came out with some and there was a huge hype on that. There still is. You know, and it's like everybody's putting their hand in the cookie jar as far as like, you know, making a, a TCG, which is a trading card game. So there is no limit. There, there really isn't, you know. And again, it's it's only limitless to your imagination or what you feel is, is you know, a collection, you know, or a collectible. So there really is no limit on it, you know. Like I said, obviously you'll probably get looks, you know, if you go up to someone and say, hey... You know, I, I collect, you know, bars of soap or something. Obviously, you might get looked at like, okay, you're weird. <laughs> you know, like, why are you collecting bars of soap? What's the purpose? You know, but that's the thing. I, you know, I, I would love to meet people like this. You know, like if you go out and you actually do collect bars of soap, I'd like to hear the story behind it, you know, because there's always a story. Um, and... That's the most interesting thing. I could care less what you collect, but my whole thing is I would love to hear the story behind it. Like, why? Why do you collect it? If you just tell me just because, that's not very interesting to me. Like, there has to be a reason, you know? Nobody just all of a sudden just is like, ooh, I like like this bar of soap. I'm gonna start collecting it. And if that is truly what, how it happened, then by all means, but obviously, I would like to hear the story behind it, you know, like whatever it might be. But yeah, so uh, really there is no limit, you know, and there will never be a limit 
you know, even if they stopped making stuff, which would never happen, you know, people would still find things to collect. You know, they'd still find things that they're fascinated with and, and they just love. So now that brings us into the last topic, which is what are some examples of some popular collectibles out there today that people are in fact collecting? Now, um, this would have been a good part for me and Kevin to kind of go back and forth to get some insight on some of the things he has seen has been popular. Um, obviously cause Kevin is more into the sports related things. So, you know, he might know a lot more about that, but obviously, um, since we don't have him here today, um, some, obviously I've been collecting for, I guess over, I guess five years, six, almost six years, something like that. And obviously I have been in a lot of different things as far as collectibles go and it again it's opinionated so you know obviously some popular ones nowadays obviously are Funko products so Funko makes the little the little figures they used to be bobbleheads and then they stopped making the bobblehead you know uh, functionality and just started making figures but obviously Funko is a really high um, popular item out there um, because they're mass producing them and they're just making more and more and more and it'll never stop and um, obviously the funny thing is opinions here again you know it's funny Funko makes all these Funko Pops and stuff but they never make the ones we truly want you know you know like again my wife and I love The Office the show you know and when we found out years ago that they were making The Office Pops we in fact collected all of them you know, and then obviously we moved and we got a, we got rid of about like 20 or so of them to minimize her collection. And so obviously my wife has always mentioned like, oh, they need to make more of this or they need to make a figure of this or this. And it's like, yeah, you know, but I don't think Funko will ever, will ever do that because I guess they don't feel the, um, the interest is there, you know, it's, it's supply and demand, you know, so, but Funko obviously is, is a very popular collectible, uh, product line out there, um, obviously TCG, you know, trading card game stuff is very popular now, honestly, man, let me tell you, it's endless, um, obviously Pokemon has been a huge, huge uproar lately, um, both in American and Japanese, um, you know, lines, and even Japanese Pokemon cards are becoming even more of a hype than the English sets are, and that's just been recently, and obviously Pokemon was kind of dormant until a um, famous YouTuber, uh, Logan Paul, um, kind of hyped it up a couple years back, and I wouldn't say he's directly responsible for it, but I think with him being as popular as he is and a huge YouTube sensation and influential and all this stuff, yeah, it, it really struck it up again because people in that. And then, of course, obviously with the pandemic, you know, people were being forced in their homes and not able to go out and do stuff. So, therefore, they had to find things to kind of occupy their time and make sure they didn't go crazy, you know, and get that... Uh, that disorder that some people get um, when they're just stuck in the home. Can't remember what it's called, but people kind of just go crazy. Kind of like um, <laughs> the uh, the Shining, uh, Jack Torrance. Um, you know, 
love that movie. But yeah, kind of like that. But hopefully not like that. Hopefully not to the extent of the ending of that movie. So, spoiler alert. It's a little crazy. But, um... So yeah, Pokemon became a huge thing. And, you know, obviously other TCGs were out there like Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And honestly, I don't, I don't think any of those even came close. And nowadays, people are starting to like Disney, like I said, they, they've come out with their own trading card game, you know, and the thing is like nobody actually plays with them. It's all a collecting thing and it's all a, you know, money, a money kind of situation, which I won't get into that on this, on this episode, but Kevin and I will be discussing kind of those factors in another episode. But, um, but yeah, TCG is very popular. Pokemon, Disney now is a big hype. Other companies and other shows and stuff are making stuff like uh, um, some are like Attack on Titan, One Piece, you know, some of these, uh, you know, Japanese shows and stuff that a lot of people haven't heard of, but um, or don't watch and they never even know they were out there. But yeah, trading card games are a huge thing now and obviously sports. You know, sports cards too, and this is where Kevin would come in and discuss this kind of stuff. But yeah, sports cards are a huge thing too. Um, obviously, basketball, I would believe, in my opinion, is the top. Um, and then obviously, football afterwards, and then you know, baseball and all that kind of stuff. But mostly, it's it's basketball. You know, I see a lot of basketball-related stuff, and since these companies had come out with you know these different variations of cards and stuff you know um like like kevin and i had discussed this there's a show out there called uh something golden something and so there's this company out in new jersey called golden auctions um very very popular uh auctioneer company um and they do very high-end stuff and they actually just had a uh, series on Netflix. I think it was like six episodes. But on one of the episodes, um, there was a basketball kind of uh, thing that you could open up. And it cost a lot of money. And I don't know the actual value of how much these things cost. But like, I think it's made from Panini or something or some some sports card, you know, maker company. And... Um, it, it came in a briefcase, like a small briefcase, and you were kind of guaranteed like stuff like autographs and patches and jersey stuff and all this and, you know, whatever. And apparently there was a chase card out there, and it was the LeBron, it's a LeBron card, and it has three patches from all three teams that he's been from. Um, the Cavs, uh, the Heat, and then um, the Lakers. I believe it is. I could be wrong, but I believe it's those three teams. And it was a one of one. So like this company, Panini, I think it was, made just one of these cards. And a group of three guys that do these openings and stuff opened it and, and got it. And the, the guy that owns Golden Auctions flew them out on a private jet to make a deal because he really wanted this card and he ended up offering them one million dollars cash for that card for just a piece of cardboard with you know supposedly three pieces of bronze jersey and yeah they took it the guys actually took the 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 million dollars which i would too i mean i don't know how much they spent on this briefcase but i can definitely tell you they definitely uh they're they're um 
their uh, uh, profits were extremely much higher than what they spent. I can guarantee you that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, each one of them took home $333,333. I mean, pfft, that's pretty good. And so stuff like that, you know, like, uh, and then the golden auctions people, I believe they actually posted it and auctioned it off. And I believe they sold it for like, I think it was around 2.6 or $2.7 million. So this company net profited like $1.7 million off of a piece of cardboard, <laughs> you know? So again, like sports cars are popular, and especially with them coming out with so many different variations and like, you know, prisms and all this stuff. I mean, honestly, like, like Kevin's more of an expert on this and I'm not, you know, I, I look at sports cards and I'm like, I don't know if this is good or not, you know, and Kevin can look at it and be like, yeah, no. So stuff like that. Um, and as far as any other popular collectibles nowadays out there, uh, I'm trying to think, but I don't really, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Like I said, Funko and trading card stuff. Um, but as far as collectibles go, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't really know any more popular, popular ones out there. Um, but, you know, obviously those are the ones that I know stand out the most. Now, obviously, you know, anybody listening to this, you know, if you feel that there is another line out there that's really popular, by all means, you know, let, let us know. Give us some insight on it. You know, we'd love to hear it. Like I said, this, this, this podcast is strictly opinionated. And we are definitely open to, you know, constructive criticism and pointers and info and stuff like that. Um, so with that, um, I'm going to end it there. But um, just as some insight to anybody that um, if you didn't happen to listen to last week's episode, uh, Kevin and I did uh, make a Facebook group dedicated strictly to this podcast. Um, and it's just a place where you guys can go and you can, you can post stuff, comment stuff, you know, give us pointers and stuff all like that. And it's just kind of an open forum type thing. Um, all we do ask is that you're, um, you know, pro or, uh, you know, don't, don't be, don't be, you know, like disgusting or, or anything like that or vulgar or anything like that. Keep it kind of PG 13, you know, um, like I said, we're, we're, we're here to have a good time and have fun. We're not here to um, deal with any uh, shenanigans and stuff like that. So just kind of keep it keep it clean, you know. Um, but yeah, so that link to that group is actually on our bio. And um, like I said, if you want to, if you haven't already, just take a look. Like I said, it requires no approval. So it's, again, open. So you can just hit join and you're in there. Um, again, we just ask you to be clean and appropriate. Um, and stuff like that. Um, obviously with Kevin not being on today's episode, he and I are not going to be doing any kind of fun facts or anything like that. Uh, we were going to do some kind of sharing points on both of our ends. We were going to kind of share about, you know, some items that we have that we find like our favorite, but, um, obviously with him, uh, dealing with some certain family matters, uh, I felt it wasn't appropriate to do that because I do know that he would love to share some stuff. So I told him we weren't going to do that segment on here, but um, I guess look forward to that on next week's episode, episode four, um, where we will do some sharing and stuff and everything and kind of give you guys some insight on 
some of the things we have and, and why we love them and everything like that. So, um, other than that, um, like I said, I, you know, went solo on this, so hopefully it's not too bad. Um, obviously I am, uh, using a different recording method. Um, I'm using these, uh, knockoff AirPods and hopefully you guys can hear me pretty well and it's not too loud or too soft or there's any issues but hopefully it does well because I'd hate to have to re-record this and <laughs> I'll do it if I have to but um but other than that again I um do appreciate everybody uh tuning in to episode three here titled limits what are those and obviously stay tuned for future episodes um, where Kevin and I typically record every weekend if we can and post it so it's usually available. Um, like I said, feel free to reach out to us. And again, also we are still um, we're still in the field looking for people that like to you know jump on our podcast and stuff. So if you feel comfortable enough and you know to jump on with us, feel free to reach out. Um, we plan on doing it sometime soon. Uh, we have a few people that are interested, but we're trying to work with them around their schedules and our schedules and stuff. So eventually we will have somebody on and you don't have to listen to me and Kevin for too long. It's longer. Um, <laughs> so, but other than that, uh, thanks for listening and I hope everyone has a great day. Obviously again, today is father's day. So, um, all fathers out there are soon to be fathers or whatever. Enjoy your day. Hope you're enjoying it with your family or even by yourself. And as always, start collecting, keep collecting, always keep collecting. <laughs>